I just really hope I just really hope that we don't ever hear that Brian Regan did anything wrong, you know, like molesting kids or something. Because if he's like Kevin Spacey and Dustin Hoffman, I'm done with comedy. <laughs> What's wrong with this world? What's wrong with it? Like, yeah. how dare you welcome yourself into my house and then I found out you've been diddling kids. Like, I'm done. I'm done with you, Kevin. <laughs> you and your diddling. You and your all the diddling. Basement Voice 2 podcast. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I'm really excited to hear it. <laughs> Very echoey. Effects are always fun. Effects are great. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. The Basement Boys 2 podcast. It's the sequel. The squeakle. It's. I wonder how is. many episodes we're going to do before I quit calling it the squeakle. I think I think you're married to that term. For, I feel like for I now. am. Yeah. I it's like okay. Uh, so. Boy, what a day. It has been a day. Um, it has been a day. I, if I have any wisdom to impart on anybody, <laughs> it's uh, um, don't do not <laughs> don't post your feelings <laughs> on of any in, nature on social media. On social media, just you know. I mean, uh, think what you think and feel what you feel, but keep it to yourself. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I say that, you know, not speaking from experience, I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, it's something that I think everybody Good should, stuff. should try to do. Yeah. Work on it a little but, bit, <laughs> you know, get out, get outside. You know, it's been, um, it's get been a little sun. while since I, so I deleted the Facebook app. Yeah. But I have Facebook still. Right. Uh, so I can run my, my fan pages for uh, the sports program and for my uh, comedy site. And uh, I like your logo for that, by the way. Who did that? For the sports show? Yeah. The girlfriend did that. Oh, did she? Yeah, she's good at that stuff. She should make logos for us. I'll tell her. I will. She so, I can, I, so I can stop sitting on my phone manipulating the same <laughs> one the same over one. and over and over. I'll, I'll tell her. She'll do one for us. She's really good at it, man. She, I was like, wow, that's really good. And she's like, that took not very much time. <laughs> like, cool. I, I would have done an MS Paint. Yeah, it looks it looks really um, no, it's really slick. The one that I it's made in the vein of logos that I like. Yeah, so, so I made one that was a peachy folder, you know, with all the sports on it, and it said sports program with with Derek and Zach on there. A uh, peachy folder like the sports folder. That yeah, you, you remember like in back in the day, like a peachy folder with the yeah. three uh, darker red lines or whatever. Yeah, it has like the, the three lines, and then there's like the sports guy like kicking just, a ball. It's just like generic like soccer. And oh, football. Uh, yeah, I've seen your logo on the. You have right. it on Facebook, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I've seen and it. so I made that one, and she was like, "That's really busy." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, I'm not very good at that." And I made it in MS Paint, so <laughs> we don't know what you want. So then she made it uh, for us, and I was like, oh, this is this is a lot better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a lot better of ours. And she got the photos, I think. She got the pictures off Facebook, I think, and then just manipulated them that way and put them together. And, you know, it yeah. looks professional quality. Well, you remember when we did the, uh, when we did our uh, T-shirts. Yes. 
we didn't all stand together for those T-shirts. That's for that true. Silhouette. We did all those pictures That's behind right. this, behind the, the green screen. The money stuff. The one t- yeah, the one time I whipped out the green screen. Do you still have the green screen? Oh yeah. Oh, cool. It's 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 in a thing. It's um, I want to get it that time. I want to get a green screen uh, now for uh, for when I eventually start doing the Let's Play channel because you can you can put the green screen behind you and you can actually manipulate the footage to where the footage behind you is actually the game. So it's just your silhouette. Oh yeah, on the screen of of the of the game. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. But I uh, that would also entail me actually doing the the let's play, so I have not done that. Well, yet, you gotta so. get on that. But uh, I know I do need to get on. I would that probably I would probably let you borrow the one that we. That would be a pretty pretty. That cool. I have yeah. since it's well, I mean it's one time use. I am planning on using it, you know, someday. But I mean, well, my kids may want to use it at some point if they're doing oh, like yeah. a high school video project. But um, but for the let's plays, I think if you, I mean, why buy it if you can? No, for sure, yeah, borrow it. Oh, there's a few things I want to do to that that game room first before we do the let's play. But I don't. I keep I keep making up excuses though. Yeah, just like uh, for work, I've had to do. I've had to join to- Toastmasters. What's that? I've heard it. But. So Toastmasters is like public speaking. It's like a class, but for adults for public speaking. Oh, uh-huh. and uh, I I've joined it because I need to get better at public speaking. Well, yeah, because I do comedy, but it's not the same thing as like giving a presentation. So oh, I'm terrible at it. I, I I'm bad at it too. So I I need to get better at it because I'm in a position now yeah. where I with my job where I I have to do that all the time and I'm like oh you know just kind of like nervous and I say um a lot yeah so it's like so I joined Toastmasters and I went to the first meeting for that and it was uh it was fun but I've been putting it off forever and I keep saying just new excuses you know right but I finally you know I just gotta I just gotta do it. Yeah, I did. Uh, well, right before Basement Boys <coughs> ended the first time, um, I was back in school, just like Rodney Danger School. Danger School. Rodney <laughs> Danger School. <laughs> uh, just, um, yeah, yeah, back in school. Anyway, back in school. I was back in school and I was taking some public speaking classes, and, or I was taking a public speaking class, but I was doing it all online. Yeah, which um, I don't know if you know. It's kind of weird doing public speaking online. I would imagine that's a lot. But odd. we had to like videotape our presentations, but we also had to like get fa- friends and family to our house for certain ones. Oh, uh. I did one on. Well, I cheated, and our the last episode of the original Basement Boys was um, was your was, was part of my speech presentation was like I can't I think it was an improv improvisational one or something. Oh, like cool! That. So I used it and I I got an A for the class. Nice, but uh, I think we used like the first five to ten minutes of the episode as part of the thing, and then basically it was like a free plug for eight people that were also in my class <laughs> <laughs> to go find the show. That's cool. Um, that w- ended. <laughs> that was over. Yeah. But there's 145 other episodes that they could go listen to. Good God. We did that or many could episodes. have. But speaking of that. <clears throat> <laughs> did you listen to? <laughs> I've got okay, about. We got to tease it. I've got about halfway through it. Uh, <laughs> I, had to t- I had to stop it when we started it the okay, other day. Okay, so I, let me preface like, by saying that I've got halfway through it and I've had to listen to it in about 10-minute increments <laughs> because it's, it's so like hard. It's, it's half 
It's half funny, half upsetting <laughs> because it's so bad. Like, are, are you mad at us? Well, just how dumb we are. Oh, God, so dumb. So dumb. And then, you know, well, it's painful. My, my opening comedy we're also, is borderline, like, offensive to me, like, the me now. To you now, yeah. Well, so so I listened to, like, my set, and I was like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's online still. <laughs> you know, like, that's out, that's out for people to hear. And I am... Um, I'm so, so glad that we did all that stuff, but I definitely listened to that stuff, that, that episode, try to get through half of it. I'm only through half of it, and I've had to do it like in 10-minute increments, and I was doing it at work, and of course, people walk in, I'm like, oh, turn it, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> it's like watching, oh, like, what were you doing? I was looking yeah. at porn, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what were you doing? I was looking at hardcore porn. So the tease, what we're teasing right now, or what we're talking about is yeah. we... Um, we're doing a homework assignment because we're eventually going to do it. Maybe do a breakdown of the the hundredth episode that we recorded at Hogan's of Basement Boys. Yeah, uh, I I still really want to do it. It's just we we got to listen to it first because we don't remember a and lot it's of it. Tough because it's so tough. I mean we we listened to the first like four or five minutes of it the other day, yeah. and I get, I couldn't Ward can do it. I couldn't do it. I had to. I was like, we got to stop. I, I, and you know. In my defense, like the first few minutes is just me doing well, yeah. the character, then me doing me, then me handing off the mic, but me doing me doing what I considered at the time a amateur stand. I mean, I wasn't like okay. Here's the thing: claiming that my stand-up <laughs> routine was pro. Here's the thing: at any though. point, <laughs> here's the thing: is that it's a bad show, but <laughs> but highlighted by. We kept going <laughs> with the show. <laughs> I can't even imagine the end of the show. Uh, yeah. I don't know how we ended it. Did we just end it like we're done? Like, well, isn't it? Did we include? I don't remember if we included the hip hop. I don't know, but I hope episode. we did. I hope we did because why is it forty six or whatever minutes? It's if long. we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's long. Yeah, it's and, and that's I mean, it's short in Basement Boys time. It was we it did was, hour and a half long episodes, right? But it would be an point. eternity for that. But venue. that episode is like listening to half speed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And and uh, uh, did we tease Hogan's for this show last week? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So we will get into that for the end of this episode. I'll talk about the time I got banned from Hogan's, um, and. And other funny things from the Hogan <laughs> show. From that experience. From that experience. But but this particular show, the Hundy, was also at Hogan's. And that was not the venue for it. Um, looking back, I don't know what was the venue for it. Right. E- like ever. It reminded me a lot of... I think what pisses me off the most about doing the 100 episode is that later on in my life... At some point, I still thought it was a good idea to get a booth at the Nespers County Fair with the, some funny dudes group <laughs> and think like, this is a good idea. And it's like, I didn't, how did I not remember my experience with doing the show at Hogan's and then all of a sudden still think it was a good idea to get a booth at the fair? Right, right. Like, what, what was I thinking not once, but then two times? 
<laughs> yeah. Bad ideas both times. The second time, uh, the second time was a worst idea. The second time when we did it at the fair was a worst idea because I should have learned from my experience from the first time. Right. But I didn't. None of us did. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't there. I wasn't there to see that. But no. I can. I can. It only wasn't a hundred percent our ideas to do the fair, but it was still. We were still. But you were. You we still chose it. it. Oh yeah, and we still thought it was a pretty good idea. <laughs> and guess what? It was not a good idea. I would never do that again. I also wouldn't do a live podcast anywhere again. Well, the band uh, we were rocking uh, here is was bought or bought or yeah, cr- no, created for the hundredth episode. Yeah, so we got that out of it. Yeah, it's a cool so, banner. It is a cool banner. I'm not. Yeah, it's I'm, a cool banner. Not dogging the banner. It's a nice banner. But still need to spray paint like a two on there. Yeah, I got to do something. <laughs> good stuff. But uh, good times. Not not necessarily that time, but it was a good time. <laughs> right. Well, and you know, at some point when I locate when I relocate the poster with our signatures on it, because we I had us autograph one for me. Sure. I'm gonna frame it. Well, yeah, it's still fun. That, it's, it's still something a, we it's did. It's a memory from the show. Yeah, and it was a good. It was a good show. It was a fun. Not that show specifically. The show Basement Boys. The show <laughs> Basement show. Boys was because a good there show. were several episodes that were not good. There's a lot of episodes that were not good. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of episodes that were good though. I I remember them being good. Yeah, well even I don't know how I don't know what will it be like if we go back and listen to all of them. Yeah, I mean uh, at re-listen, I think we may feel differently. But I feel there's there's ones that I feel strongly about though. But there was ones that I liked a lot back then when we did them and then afterwards it's still hard. It's hard for me to go listen to the shows I do now with Zach. Like, right. it, you know, I'm still my worst critic, too. So it's still like, you know, it's your voice on there and you're going to judge yourself anyways. Right. So it's like, well, we may not be the best judges of those past episodes, but we got to re-listen to them before we release any of them because we have to edit them. We've decided that is a thing. Oh, yeah. There's going to be, you know, portions <clears throat> that are cut out completely. that are that are cut out or, you know, entire episodes that will not. <laughs> no be added to no, this feed. Uh, no, absolutely And not. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. But I'm not sorry. No, sorry, not sorry. It, there's some that just do not deserve to make the light of day again. <laughs> right. The unheard episodes. And, uh, you know, a lot of those come from the earlier time, I would say. And it's not anything, like, not necessarily against, like, Josh, because Josh and I had some fantastic oh, are, episodes. Yeah, they were great. They were funny. But we all, there was also, you know, there was an episode where we, you know, and I think probably more than one where we were just basically fighting yeah. <laughs> the entire episode. Yeah. And then there's just, and then there's just some offensive stuff that we've said that even, even now I, I tend to not get offended by things very easily. There's still stuff that I've said in the past where I'm like, ah, I don't want that resurfacing. Right. Well, exactly. I think that's the big I, thing. I'm not necessarily, like, I don't necessarily think that what I said, well, I, it, I just don't want it's to hard drink to a lot it. of day. Right. It's just, it's not like I'm ashamed of having said it or no. <clears throat> it's hard to, it's hard to put into words. I feel like the type of comedy now is different. For instance, now we just talk and we're just two people talking. And before it was like, you're trying to be funny. We were actively trying to be funny on the old show and, and that add an element of shock value and, and the, the shock, shock value. value came at a at the cost of 
Sounding ignorant sometimes. Sounding ignorant, and it, count, it came at the cost of uh, any class whatsoever. Right. Now that we have the class now, <laughs> but I would definitely just I'd say, say we probably know better. Well, we know better, and I, I also, you know, I was telling, I was telling the girlfriend, I was telling Bree, you know, this time around it's a little different because we're not just, we're also just not trying, we're not trying to be, we're not forcing out humor where there's not humor. It's not a thing. We don't have, oh, I don't have anybody to, I'm not, you've seen yeah, where I can be, you know, you've seen my strengths and weaknesses right. comedically or, you know, humorously. Right. Why do I need to work hard at making that? You know, and it wasn't like I was trying to work hard at that before, but it, I mean, I don't know. It's just not the same anymore. It's just not. Well, I mean, we were for one thing, we were trying to gather listenership at, before, too. And that's something that we've right. actively been, we're going to do these shows and I hope people listen to it, but at the same time, it's like, eh, even if you don't, it's still fun to do. Right. I, I want to build the audience, but I'm also not exactly, I'm not, I'm not out here every day. No. Hover, like when I posted this, the last episode that we recorded the other day, that's the last right. time I sat down here. Right. When I was doing this show before. I would get home from work and I'd be at the computer. Right. Doing whatever. Trying to promote and. Whatever it happened to be for the podcast. Right. And, you know, that role has, you know, while, while I enjoy this and while I think it's great and I'm, I'm excited to do it, I'm also doing it from a more removed standpoint. Yeah, I think so. so. Much. Yeah. And I think you are, you're the same. Absolutely, yeah. Same way about yeah. it. I mean, you know, because I put in, you know, we put in all the time for the first ones, and then for Time Spent Poorly, I put in more, uh, uh, you know, eventually through Time Spent Poorly when I started doing my own, more production part too. So I got to learn a lot of the production part of it too. So we put in a lot of promotion, you know, so I was turning into a, a kind of award for the Time Spent Poorly stuff right. too, where we're putting all this time in. And now it's like, I just want to do this for fun. Well, if we somehow managed to in this huge sea of content that's available for right. anybody to listen to and were somehow able to manage to build an audience that's substantial enough to care yeah <laughs> we'll care a little we'll more we'll care a little more but and, and it's not that I say that I don't care until then this is a shit show <laughs> and <laughs> you can suck it yeah y'all can suck it but, yeah. but no but thanks for listening and whoever yeah, please, is please thanks for listening and please subscribe and go read us <laughs> on iTunes <laughs> and if uh, you don't give us any higher than five uh, stars I hate you but I don't care anything about <laughs> but I don't care anything about it yeah. no. um, alright so so moving on so just, so just to know we are going to break down the 100th episode at some point and we're going to break down some other stuff too like Yoko We'll, Yoko tease that. Sure. we'll tease that too. We'll tease Yoko. The Yoko was the collapse of the of the first Basement Boys. The beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't because it the wasn't the end. Because you did. I mean, how many more episodes did you after that? Um, Probably 10? ten. Maybe 10, 15? Maybe? somewhere in that neighborhood. Because like, I, I yeah I think about ten ten fifteen maybe tw- maybe twenty no because tw- I think one thirty one thirty two was where okay. you kind of. It was shortly after we did our interviews, and we were priming up to yeah. like grab more interviews with with different comedians, different yeah. people. And um, I would, you know, I'm not. There was the worst time for that to happen, though. Right. Sure. 
because we were starting to ramp up. I feel like in content wise, right? I, and we're coll- we're collectively able to work together. I'm personally for like me, I can't I can't solo. If you right. listen to the solo shows, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, no. Okay, so that's and I a fair point. A few of them. That's a fair point because when I did uh, DYE, did the Derek Yon experience uh, mm-hmm. through first through Basement Boys and then and then later through Time Spent Poorly, those ones where I those ones where I try soloing the show is they're they're so bad and they're unlistenable. And I actually did a few if you remember through Basement Boys where. I would record them and then I did not send them to you because I hated them so badly. Yeah. And, uh, there's a couple I recorded, um, after the show ended that I did not um, yeah, post. And there's a few that I posted that maybe I shouldn't have posted, but yeah, but that's but just I mean, what happens. I hated this. I hated doing the solo spot. So then I changed it to, uh, uh, Derek Yon's show program podcast for listening. And, but at that point I had added, uh, the, uh, the newer, the newer girlfriend, not Yoko and not the current one, <laughs> but, uh, but it was, it was Katie Reed. So right. she, she had her own show too. Katie reads an orgasm on times of Pearly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I had added her, and then Nathan was doing all those shows too with us. So at that point, it became rather than just being like a solo show where I had to just embarrass myself um, recording myself. Right. It felt familiar. Yeah. It, and it was like a couple people, and then it was like more comfortable. And I think at that point, so I would say like episode one through 100 of Basement Boys, a lot of those episodes I would not want anyone to hear. A lot of those episodes I would want people to hear. But I feel like after we did 100 and we started doing the interviews and stuff, I feel like content-wise, we had started maturing a little bit and get, and growing. I think we did learn better. stuff that maybe subconsciously we apply. Yeah. Yeah, because well, it wasn't like episodes we were, after 100. We, we weren't having like meetings about how to change the show. No. Just the shows, I feel like, started changing. It was an evolution. Yeah. So the time Yoko happened was... Um, that was during the worst time that could possibly happen because we were finally, finally, after a hundred and something episodes, starting to really come into our own, I feel like. Like, content-wise, and, you know, it took a long time to cultivate that 130-something episodes where it was like... Right, well, and it's like now we're going to... We're basically starting over from scratch. from scratch, yeah. And in a deeper sea of content... Like, at the time that I started... It was already huge. It's right. like ten times, maybe more. Right. The amount of podcasts that are oh, out there. Oh yeah, now. yeah. I mean, all the comedians have jumped on board. Yeah. With podcasts, and I'm not, you know, I'm not totally on board with that either because I feel like they've oversaturated the. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole market's oversaturated now. The market and any, and anyone with a with yeah, I mean, it's well, okay. You're just gonna have to find us and enjoy us. Right. That's gonna be what it what it is. Well, look how easy it is to podcast now. I guess that's that's the big thing. Look how look how inexpensive stuff is now. Right. You know that's one thing that's huge. Way different. Things are way less ex- expensive. Um, like this, the equipment itself this is way less expensive. Microphone. This microphone by itself at the time I think I paid like. Seventy bucks or something yeah, like that for it, and then the arm was like fifty bucks, and then and I did that like four yeah. times, and then uh, 
the other day I was looking online and I can get a mic and it's I don't think it's the same quality as these mics, these condenser yeah. mics that I got, but it is a condenser mic, a mic with the arm attached, maybe without the XLR cable that goes to the okay. thing, but I got a thousand of those anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so right, yeah, I'm not like dying for XLR cables. But I think it was like thirty dollars. Yeah, no. So it's way less expensive. It's easier to do. Um, I have that Zoom, that handheld Zoom, which is like a portable. And this came even when we were in the middle of podcasting. Right. Yeah. And I got that thing for I got it for a hundred and ninety nine dollars. I think at the time. At the time, it's not a hundred ninety nine dollars. Now I'd be willing to bet that. And because uh, it's not this, it's. Because it's backdated technology. Now. Oh yeah, no, exactly. A new, uh, probably the new model of a Zoom, if they have one out there, that's probably two hundred bucks. But the one that I have, you could probably find it for like fifty bucks. Because, right. uh, well, and mostly because if you found somebody that has one like me, you could be like, hey, can I buy that for me for fifty bucks? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, right. where I'd be like, yeah, sure, I guess. Like, I'm not using it <laughs> because so many people bought them, right? Right. And then I got that little soundboard. That whole thing, I have like that mobile podcast network, and that whole thing didn't cost you know as much as all of this did at the time you know so that's way different and then and then now there's so many more places to put your podcast on i mean you can do a live show on youtube now you can do live shows on facebook you can do live sh- you know you can do twitch tv has a podcast network now that you can do like there's right. so and many we were using i think Ustream predominantly at the time yeah Ustream, but there wasn't near as many but it was outlets to it do was it. like one of the ones right and now there's now so there's many so many of them and there's so many places to download podcasts now i mean there's so many places to get content like it's Which so we're much on, we're on google podcast now or whatever their oh cool thing is and we're yeah. on stitcher and i still I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why we're why i can't search us on itunes my feed works with itunes or with apple podcasts oh, okay. or whatever it is labeled now but, it, but you can find it on stitcher app though it, we're, we are approved for Stitcher. We're See, on that's Stitcher, great. So. But it's, there's so many more places they get on now, and it's like, okay, so I, I think if we wanted to, we can get on Spotify as podcasts. I bet you we can get approved for Spotify. I think there's so many other... I know that the girlfriend listens to them on Spotify, yeah. listens to podcasts. Some of them have a, a bigger firewall to get through, yeah. um, if that's the right word. I think some of them require... Like probably you come in with more of an audience, yeah, probably. But, but but still, but still, it's so much easier to do it now. And then there's so many people who can do it, and there's so many people who are moderately funny. So why not do a show? You know, it's like we should be on a pot. You know, there's two two people at work who are joking around and like we should be on a podcast. We're funny, you know. Right. And then like and they'll do 17 episodes and and then stop, quit. Yeah. And then they'll you know. I, I, I can't even imagine how many how many podcasts are out there that have like just a short run. Oh, I'd say ten or less. Yeah, it would be a, a a ton. Five or less. Yeah. Well, and I was worried the Basement Boys was going to be that originally. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I, I still feel like 146 is kind of a short run. It was it, by the scale of pod of oh, how podcasts. Yeah, go. for sure. But we did a, but we did a weekly, That's and for three years, and for three years. Yeah, and well, then I, and three then I, years consistently. Yeah. yeah, and then I continued on after, for, on for times with poorly for another at least two or three years. So, uh, you know, so it's a long time of doing podcasts. But times with poorly, we never we never gathered the the same size of audience. Those basement boys. 
Basement Boys, I really, I, I, I don't know how, I, I can't put into words how I did it, but it was really grassroots at the time. I was reaching out to other podcasters, getting information from them, even before I, um, even before I met you, right through Josh. Mm-hmm. I was um, asking a lot of questions and getting a lot of free advice because um, there's a lot of information out there that people want to charge you for. Yeah. Learn to podcast. I'll sell you my, you know, they'll sell you their little kit for whatever amount of dollars. And, yeah. you know, and I learned a lot of stuff on my own. I learned how to do uh, a lot of coding and stuff on my own. Right. And, and write my own XML or create my own uh, RSS feed. Yeah. And which I think is XML or I don't Well, XLR is the cable. XML is the, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the feed creation. But, uh, Anyway, this is really exciting, I'm sure, to the listeners. <laughs> Why? Well, anybody who ever wants but to get into podcasting and listen to this show, it's we'll super say easy. It, and it's, we'll say and how don't hard pay. it was, and we tell it, yeah, don't pay. Don't pay somebody to tell you how to podcast. Listen to the show, we'll tell you. Or, or Google. Or Google it. <laughs> Enough Googling will get you pretty much anywhere. I mean, I could probably build a rocket ship. Yeah. Well, you okay? So this is help to keep in mind. This is him googling it um, seven years ago or longer, right? No, two thousand eight. So nine years ago. So nine years ago. Okay. So that's you doing it nine years ago. There's way more information out there now, right? Well, and a lot of it's like six years old. I've I've googled a couple things, and so it just kind of podcasting like FAQ stuff just kind of hit a stopping point. Oh yeah. As far as like, because I mean, there's no nothing more to be gained from it. There's no more, you know, we've we people have been taught what they need to be taught. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, and it's out there. Well, the information's out there, so there's not really a place for people to be like, "Well, I'm going to start a course on doing podcasting." It's not. No, I know. I so I watch. Um, so so that's nothing. It's, it's so it's evolved to it. So it's gone past new levels. So I watch uh, Funhouse, which is a show on YouTube. And somebody was like, well, how do you just watch people play video games? Well, it's not exactly that. And I've showed you a video of what right. they do. They play a video game. But you look at the setup, though. What does the setup look like? It looks like two guys like this. It's just two guys behind microphones right. sitting in front of a computer. And they have one other guy that plays the games while the other two sit behind him and just joke about the game. And it's and the other it's stuff. like mystery science theater. Right. Um, but then they talk about other stuff. But they talk about other stuff. I it's, mean, it's just it's like a, what we do. It's a podcast while they play video games, and you can watch them play the game. Mm-hmm. And they make fun of the game, and then they do- joke about other stuff. It's the same thing. It's a podcast. It's a stream of consciousness type thing where you're just kind of all over the place. Right. And uh, and I so it's evolved now. It's a new it's a new thing now where, where now the let's play thing has become so predominant now. It's the, the wave of the future, I guess. Well, and I would, I would almost say, I hope we get big enough that we build a listenership. But I hope we also don't get big enough that we have to like that we're like, well, let's do some ads and yeah. record a bunch of commercials and stuff, because those shows that do that, I listen to to some of them. There's shows that I listen to that drop ads and do the plugs for Casper and all of that. And I, you know, and I'm I'm not saying that we won't ever do it. We'd like to not for a while, but. Uh, when that comes, I want to find a way to do it that, um, that feels real. Well, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) If you if that makes any sense, 
Yeah, it's like Dollar Shave Club. You know, I don't know. Right. Or Harry's Razors. Harry's Razors. Come on down to Harry's Razors. Yeah. You had some razors? You well, had to shave your face? You know, like, I'll listen to, like, um, the Never Not Funny. They find a way to do the... Uh, they do the ads, so it's kind of embedded within the, the content of the show. They break up the show. Yeah. But they they do just kind of a cold deliver each time, which makes it more entertaining. I feel like Norm's is okay. Also, Norm McDonald, I feel like his is okay. Yeah, I think he reads it in a way that... It still makes me laugh. That's like, I'm reading an ad and I don't care about what I'm yeah. reading about. And this is yeah. what it is. Because what is he? He always is like, what is like pro four flowers. Or pro fl- flowers <laughs> or, or four square. Yeah. Like, he's like, four square. Yeah. <laughs> Create a website. Tell somebody you love them. <laughs> Tell somebody you love them. <laughs> Buy flowers. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So uh, the so there's a way there's gotta be a way to do it when that day comes, if that day comes. Do you ever listen to You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes? Yeah. Yeah, lots. Um I have to take breaks from Pete Holmes. Well, well his shows are so long, for one thing. His shows are very long and he's <laughs> I, I I love Pete Holmes. I've listened to Pete Holmes for yeah for years. Same here. Yeah, he's one of my favorite comedians. He he thinks in quite similar. Oh no, I know that. I do. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I'm also like, I get I gotta take a break from Pete Holmes. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. have my and so. There'll be there'll be times that go by that I won't listen to Pete Holmes because he gets on these little he gets on these things he's into oh yeah yeah yeah. and well yeah like for ramdas ramdas yeah he's or, really into ramdas or for like 20 episodes straight he would talk about uh the ethical slut and uh like polyamory <laughs> right like yeah pete holmes you're but, not polyamorous although i did read the book and it's a fantastic book is it yeah it actually yeah is. so well i mean like i said i i i love Pete Holmes and I love his show. I think it's yeah. one of the better shows out Crashing? there. Crashing, Crashing is so is good. A great, a great television program. Oh, it's a great show about starting out in comedy and and it's uh, semi autobiographical. Yeah, it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that's not real is the actual crashing part, but I think the stuff about like his wife and how they were and his religious br- upbringing and all that, I think that's all the real right. stuff. Well, and I think I his relationship with T.J. Miller is semi-accurate. Too. No, I think it is too, and I think he's probably friends with I just I don't know if he ever... I don't know that he ever stayed at, uh, on Artie Lang's couch. Right. Because it, I don't think the timelines quite match up there. Because his show is based on him doing this right now. I don't know if Artie Lang was clean back in the day. That's when true. he started comedy. Right. So I don't know if that aligns. But but Artie Lang's uh, fantastic. Uh, in the Artie show. Lang might have been drinking bleach at the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he might have been. Man, he's hilarious though. But right, well, and see, you know, Pete Holmes is one of those guys where, like I said, I like Pete Holmes, but I have to take breaks from Pete Holmes. And then he also has some guests that I don't care for. Right. He's got, and and there comes a point when I've heard. Somebody enough times that I don't need to hear him again. Yeah. Well, I'll skip like, so I'll, I'll quit listening to him for like 10 episodes. Right. That's kind of the same way I am. Yeah. And then I'll jump back on and listen to an episode, like a newer one. 
And then I'll go back and listen to like two or three of the ones I <laughs> you do the hadn't way, listened to. You do it to. almost the way I do it. Yeah. And then and I'll, but I'll then, go find ones that I'm like, hmm, this yeah. might be interesting. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, I haven't heard from, you know, like this comedian for a while. Or, or oh, this is a cool comedian. And now that I've got peed on my palate again. Right, yeah. So I'll listen to like two or three. And then uh, and then uh, I'll listen to like the two next new ones that he does. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, I'll skip like 10. <laughs> Right, and then just do the same thing over and over again. And I do that with uh, um, Chris Hardwick's show too. No, oh, yep. Nerdist, mm-hmm. actually, I haven't listened to Nerdist probably in almost half a year now. And uh, I do, I do the kind of, kind of same thing with Marin as well. Yeah, Marin, I got to take him real small doses anymore. He used, to, I like, I like Marin, but I think uh, his new stand-up special on Netflix was fun. I liked his stand-up special. I thought it was good. Um. I think some of his episodes are really good, are really like well done. But I like the earlier stuff where he was more confrontational, and now it's almost like yeah, it's he's he's so watered Less, down and yeah. commercialized to this point to the point where he's so big, yeah, that it's not like he's kind of tailored his yeah, I think so too. Tempered himself. His new stand-up special though was great when he talked about the hat. That's probably my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> as we talked about that. That's a cool hat. Yeah, because I've had that experience. So, oh yeah, me too. I've had the experiences with maybe not maybe not a hat necessarily, but like a jacket or something. You know, I've had a trench coat that's gone now, (laughs) and I've had a fedora that I no longer own. Own. Yeah, those things. I mean, I yeah. There's things in my life that I've experienced that I've tried to experience. (laughs) I I was in an airport with a trench coat. So there's um, that. When I was a kid, I don't know if this is related. <laughs> and leather, see if, see even. It was a leather re- trench coat. Oh, very cool. <laughs> when I was a kid, how old were you when you had the leather trench coat? <laughs> oh, I don't want to say. <laughs> Please say. Uh, I bought it when I was 20, defiantly. Okay. Uh, with, a, with a leather hat that went with it. We, I, we went to my... When my <laughs> we went to... My parents <laughs> bought me a trip with them to San Francisco when I was 20 years old. Okay. And I was <laughs> I was 20 years old and I knew everything. Cool. So I was kind of an asshole. <laughs> and my parents uh I think they told me uh, you know and and for what it, it was cheap but not cheap it was like because it was one of those fucking street stores. Yeah, okay, okay. Down in San Francisco. Um, right. Eight years later, I got taken for like $300 for uh, probably a $20 um, yeah. uh, camera lens. Anyway, don't get me started on that. Not related. <laughs> Unrelated. Anyway, okay. so I kept on going in this like Chinese shop with uh, that were selling like just all leather stuff and they had the leather hat and leather coat and I was like okay. I really want to get that leather hat and that leather coat I think it makes me so cool <laughs> I mean I, that, that, that's what 20 year old me had oh, to yeah. be thinking and I mean I don't know where I pictured my like I, I think I wore it out in public maybe like three times since the time that I bought it <laughs> and I think uh, like the the thought process was this will look really cool this in the is matrix. gonna get everyone wet all the girls are going to get oh, so yeah. wet. <laughs> oh. It was cumbersome to get in and out oh, of my sure. Hyundai accent with the big long trench coat as I'm dragging it out. <laughs> like wearing a bathrobe oh. to the store. <laughs> and so 
And then I, you know, I got to put the hat back on. Right. I, you know, I had to smoke a cigarette because I'm wearing a fucking trench coat, right? Yeah, you look so cool. <laughs> so, yeah, my parents were very, um, they, they were, they weren't telling me not to, to spend my money because it was my money. I could do what I want. Right. You're 20. But at the same time, they were also, you know, co-signing on my car. So they had a little bit of power. Right. Um. But it was one of those things where I wasn't going to be um, told what to do. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're and 20. So, so I was like, I'm 20. <laughs> so I'm going to buy this leather trench coat. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to hold on to it for 13 or so years. Because <laughs> you're, cause you're, cause you're stubborn, Before too. I essentially give it away to a doughy guy at a yard sale. <laughs> Somebody, gave it away. Yeah. Well, he comes in. He's like got this white T-shirt on, like just a Hanes. Oh, okay. White T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how much do you want for a trench coat? It's like keep uh, it. Well, it says uh, ten dollars, but I'll take five. <laughs> awesome. <Very> cool. Awesome. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So when I was a kid, and I, I say kid about maybe thirteen, thirteen, fourteen. Okay. I really wanted. Um, this is probably a little neck beard. You know what a neck beard is, right? Like the like the guys that are like in anime and wear trench coats and uh, <laughs> and they buy swords, like swords, okay. like Japanese swords. Yeah. So I was like thirteen, maybe fourteen years old, I, but under fifteen for sure. And I I really wanted uh like I wanted swords, like you know like the shitty ones they sell at gas stations with like crystal dragons on them and stuff. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Just the stupidest. Like I, I wanted that. Those novelty, like, those novelty things that aren't really novelties. They're just kind of yeah, and they're dumb. Trash. And they are trash. And like crystal wizards, you know, like right, that kind right. of stuff. Yeah, I really wanted like this Japanese sword though, and my mom was just like, you know, like nah, you know, I'm 13, like, <laughs> and I had my own money. What do we got to do, mom? Now I had like my own money, and my mom was like, nah, I don't buy that. And so I never, I never bought any of the swords that I wanted to buy. But I look back on that experience and I'm really grateful for my mom for not allowing me to become the type of person that buys and owns like crystal wizards and swords and shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, embarrassing already, stuff that like I really I'm so glad that my mom didn't allow me to buy that stuff. Yeah. Well, and it's like I own a lot of pop figurines now and I don't know if history is going to come down on my side on that one yet. Well, here's the thing. But, they're not swords. Right. And okay, but here's the other difference too: is you're married. That's so, true. I believe buying swords. I be, I, guess, I guess the difference is I believe the difference between buying a sword when you're 13 years old and then starting to cultivate your cool sword and crystal wizard collection <laughs> is that. Um, it well, don't, really, don't forget, don't forget, like dragons and. Oh yeah, I think it pushes you down one of two paths, like the neckbeard path of like. Um, being like the nice guy and like saying that girls only want to be your friend and they don't want to uh, date you, you know, and then saying who they only date assholes. But then you, but you're kind of an asshole and you wear trench coats and um, flip flops with socks and like cargo shorts and like dragon shirts. Well, yeah. And then like a fedora, <laughs> like, you know, everything that's shitty. Right. Yeah. But then you own, but at home you own like a lot of like swords and crystal wizards and stuff like it, it pushes you down that path right well and at or, what point did you figure that that was going to be the 
the thing that I don't know. I yeah. Well, that, well, right. You were thirteen. Yeah, so I was thirteen. But I mean, I remember even at fifteen, I'm sure I still probably wanted the sword. But when I was fifteen, though, I started saving my money and not buying swords, and instead I started buying game consoles. Like, I, I'm going to be a gamer. Like, I'm going to play video games. And now, I'm not saying that's much better being a gamer because I've bought every new console you could get since then. And I mm-hmm. own, I've own i always owned the newest console. Right. Um, but I have also been fortunate enough to date women who also play games. Right. So that is helpful. So you're not like a big loser who sits at home and plays video games by yourself because I have somebody who's playing the game with me or, you know. Right. So whereas the swords thing, I don't know how many girls you're going to meet that are also like like when you go into their home and then they're like, check out these cool crystal wizards and swords and shit that I own. (laughs) You're like, whoa, look at you. You're so beautiful. Like, You know, like you're gonna have to get her back to your room with a forklift. Do you want a macaroni and cheese cup? <laughs> you do want a mac and cheese cup? I have some Doritos in the cupboard. <laughs> they haven't been. They're not. They haven't. I didn't even roll down the top though. They're stale as shit. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like you know, like there's a half a can of Mountain Dew over there if you want it. I mean, you, if you don't, I'll have it. Yeah, and then you open the fridge and you're like, <laughs> Mom, <laughs> who drank my Mountain Dew? Well, I guess there's a ruby red squirt in there. You can have that. <laughs> you know, like if no, my mom well, drinks those. Who drank my big slam? Who drank he's my still big slam? <laughs> yeah. Holding on to the title it was given back in 1994. Right. Well, who drank my big slam? <laughs> so, you know, so I think there's two paths you can go down. No, okay. <laughs> but I want to, okay, but that was when I was 13. So let me, let me do tell you about some embarrassing things I've, have done. In my 20s. Now, you've known me for a lot of my 20s. But by the time I... Um, when started, did I... I met you in 2000... You're saying 32? We started... I started doing the show in 08 or, or 09. Probably 09. 09. Because I, I think I finished out the year 08 with jo- just Josh and then we... Okay. Then you came on in 09. So actually in 09, I wore and wear kind of the same clothes I've worn since 09. Um, With a few things have changed. I don't wear plaid shorts anymore. Like I wore those in 09. You know, like during the summer I would have plaid shorts. Like that's a thing that I took from like I wore in high school, like, like punk rock plaid shorts. Yeah. And like skater, like, well, I actually still wear the same exact kind of shoes. I have <laughs> these black van. Well, these are my work shoes, but I have these black vans that I, I still buy because you can still buy them and they're, you can wear them at work. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody even notices. So I still wear those, but like no, no more plaid shirts, but I'll still wear like a WWE wrestling shirt sometimes with like a, fl- like my, that's my aesthetic. It's like a shirt, like a, some shirt, like a wrestling shirt or some funny t-shirt. Not with a saying, but just something on there. And then like a flannel over it. And usually I just wear a ball cap. Like that's like my aesthetic. That's yeah. that's pretty much it. Normal jeans, like slim straight jeans, like just normal human being jeans. And like that, that's it. And and then now, now uh, I have have sometimes traded in the vans for like dad shoes. Like I wore, wore some dad like tennis shoes because they're super comfortable. Yeah. Not like the New Balance white ones. Like not like the child molester shoes, but like. 
Oh, well, like, like that, like Asics, you know? Yeah, Asics are my my yeah. my, my game for, I've been, you know what I've for been, working out. I've been doing, uh, I've been getting that, like, Costco, uh, the Reeboks they've been selling oh, yeah. there. I'm like, yeah, these are all right. They're black and white At or whatever. At a certain point, you find a place, like, I found myself in a place the other day buying a pair of Wrangler jeans, and I had no problem with it. And yeah, when, no, yeah. In my 20s, I'd have been like, mm, Wrangler jeans. And I wore kind of the same clothes I did in 09, but prior to 09, I was in bands. I was a band guy. Yeah. I was in a, you know, I was in rock and rock and or roll bands. And some of my hairstyles and clothes that I wore are embarrassing. <laughs> and I remember I was going to go to a party. This is this is 21 year old me. I was going to go to a party. And at that time I had kind of that emo hair. Like that shaggy hair that's like in your face and you constantly have to go like this. You know, this thing that when you like move it to get out of your face, you know, so I had like that hairstyle and uh, and then like my my beard was really patchy because, you know, I'm 21 years old and uh, this is like the outfit I wore. So it's a hooded sweatshirt. This is a hooded and this is I wore this shirt all the time, literally all the time. It's a hooded sweatshirt. It was a hooded black sweatshirt. Um with a Steelers logo on it. I'm a Steelers fan. So I had a Steelers logo on it. It's just black hooded sweatshirt that was too small, a little too snug. Okay. <laughs> and then I, it like started getting ratty and like, ter- you know, shitty because you wore it all the time. Right. Right. So then, um, I put my finger, my thumb through the, through the, the shirt, you know, like a thumb hole. Yeah. And I hold through, the sleeves on, right? Yeah. To hold the sleeves on <laughs> because I was going to wear my bomber jacket over it. That was so cool. I remember <laughs> I had this bomber jacket, right? And uh, and I would wear that and that hooded sweatshirt and like these tight jeans, like too tight of jeans to like parties and stuff. And by the way, I'm still like a little fat fuck. Like I'm still, <laughs> I'm still that. I'm still a little fatty. I would go to like a party. Okay, so this is the part where what's embarrassing is I wore that one time to a house party on like August 18th in Lewiston, Idaho. In August 18th, I wore a hooded sweatshirt and a bomber jacket to a house party on like August 18th, 110 degrees outside <laughs> at nighttime. Yeah. And I wore a hooded sweatshirt with a bomber jacket over it to a house party. You know, the hair that you're like whipping out of your face, the emo hair, was sweat stuck to my forehead because it was so <laughs> hot outside. Like, yeah. it was so miserable. You know how hot it gets in this town. Oh, yeah. And it's miserable. And I, I'm like wearing that to a party, and I was going to be seriously so cool. Like, the coolest guy. And there was this girl there that I, I, I had a crush on, you know, and she was in a, she was in a love this jacket, you know. And I went there, and you know, every, nobody, nobody said anything mean about what, like, what, like nobody really says anything about your clothes because that's not really real life. But I did have several people who were like, like, isn't it hot? It's hot out here. Like you're wearing a jacket, and I'd be like, <laughs> you know, just like twenty <laughs> one. <laughs> you know, you just don't say anything yeah. malleable or you know, you know, <laughs> smart at all. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and. I, 
I look that's back. That's what I, makes me cool, right? Yeah, I'm so cool, you know. And I just remember I get Mr. Home, Rebel. I got home and I took off that everything, and I still was wearing a t-shirt underneath of that shirt, and that thing was so soaked with like sweat. <laughs> and and I, you know, of course, the girl the girl I had a crush on did not talk to me the entire time. I'm the only one there wearing a bomber jacket in, in the middle of the summer. The hottest summer. I mean, that was one of the <laughs> hottest summers we've ever had. It was 110 degrees outside at nighttime. Yeah. And I'm wearing this cool, cool jacket. Boy, that's embarrassing. And I was an outfit that I wore a lot, like too much. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, there's that's happened to me. Yeah, so by, by then, I mean, by the time we met and we started doing the show, I had gotten rid of kind a lot. of normaled out. Yeah, I got rid of a lot of that stuff. I quit buying clothes at like Hot Topic. I'm don't get me wrong. If I go to Moscow, sometimes I'll still pop in a Hot Topic because, uh, I mean, you know, it's something to do. Yep. Something you just go look in that store. I My usually, kids like to go to the Hot Topic. I won't buy anything, but have you ever seen like I think it's okay to buy stuff from Hot Topic. I'm not knocking that store that much, but this is how you wear clothes from Hot Topic. You go in there and you find a shirt. And you wear that one shirt that you bought a Hot Topic with all your normal person clothes. Then you're just wearing a shirt you bought a Hot Topic with a bunch of other clothes. You don't go into Hot Topic and buy Hot Topic jeans, Hot Topic shirts, Hot Topic accessories, and then wear them all in the same setting. <laughs> and right. be a poster board for Hot Topic. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that with any store. You know what my favorite store is? This, is? this is how different things are when you're thirty, almost 33 and then 21 years old. Loved Hot Topic. Would buy a ton of stuff from there. You got an old 32 Navy years now? old, love old Navy. Yeah. <laughs> love it. My favorite store. You know why? They make big guy clothes. And, yeah, they clothes make, that fit. They and make big guy They're and, comfortable. And sometimes form fitting. Like form that, fitting? That accommodate your size. No, yeah. The, oh, no, okay. No, this is Here true. Here are two men talking about. No, you, you're, you, but, you're slim. You're more slim now, but you've been in the big side. You know that when you go to Walmart and buy a t-shirt, it's like a trash bag with arms. They're not form-fitting at all. They're just like a square with like armholes, right? Right. If so there's to, no confidence to be had wearing no, that. Like no. It's every, just like every bit. Like I still have shirts that I wear that like I'll have days where my confidence is high because I'm wearing a shirt that gives me that. Right, yeah. High confidence. I'm like, I kind of look like I almost have pecs. Right, but I, but, <laughs> but but when you buy the sh- all your clothes at like Walmart, it's just like a square thing with two armholes, and that's it. Right, like, and that's, those pecs that, turn to bitch tits. Right, and the shirt's long, and it's it's like it's just it un, it's not flattering. It's unruly. But at, at Old Navy, I can get a shirt that is like you know they do like an actual cut on the thing, so it actually is like a somewhat flattering and form fitting. Like you can actually like find a shirt that. Looks like a decent human being shirt, right? And now I have this. I have a jacket. It's like a, um, it's a, it's a one of those green like military jackets. Uh, but I call it. It's like it's like yeah. I served in the old navy. I bought it from old navy. I'm like yeah. I served in the old navy. <laughs> I killed a man, <laughs> like you know. But I mean, I wear that jacket quite a bit in the winter. But like it's it's but it's there's confidence to be had. It's a flattering jacket, and that's why I wear it. Whereas like you know, I would buy like a coat from like like that. Like that bomber jacket I brought from Hot Topic for way too much money, and it was and Hot Topic clothes are also like they range in size of like extra extra small to four X, but nothing in between. <laughs> so there's no range. They're either for like the biggest anime person like watcher you've ever seen, or like the skinniest. Well, well there is the range, but all those people in that normal range or that mid range or whatever, right, is grabbing them. Yeah, they bought them. Yeah. They've already bought that. So you go in there and it's like, well, I need a shirt that's 2X. And then it's like, well, you can get this 4X shirt. 
Right. You know, like, or you can get the shirt that's a large. Well, I guess I'm going to get a large and it's like super snug. <laughs> <laughs> no, Old Navy. And uh, and then uh, so that's in Moscow, uh, which I wish we had one down here. I've said that out loud. I could not believe I ever said that out loud. I'm like, no, oh, I wish well, we had an Old Navy. The the signage or when they were when the storefront down there by uh, Pier 1 was being put up, I was like, oh, that looks like it might be Old Navy. Yeah. And then I asked somebody, and I think uh, TJ Maxx, when we were in there, I'm like, what's that going to be? Oh, Rue 21. I know. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm not going there. Right. No, and I haven't gone there. Uh, I've, maybe I've gone there a couple times to see what it was, but it's not it's not clothes that uh, 30-year-olds wear. Right. Um, however, though, in that same complex, though, I am a fan of the Eddie Bauer that's in that little complex. Oh, yeah? Because, again, they make clothes for, like, like that you can wear. And maybe like, I should big, big patronize guys. there more. I don't go there. Oh, it's good. Very often. They always have sales too, like like good sales. Right. Well, and I can't like TJ Maxx is hard because I can't wear I'm not gonna wear a shirt that's got like a guy on a horse playing no. polo. No. <laughs> blowing up seven times larger than any a normal shirt would have. Like a TJ Maxx isn't even the worst one. The worst one's Ross. And I worked at TJ Maxx. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I did know that when it first opened. I, yeah, I opened that. Yeah, the store. I was there for three months, and it was a it was an experience. I'm, I'm sure. not gonna, you know. It, it was, I do remember. It was that. my first retail like retail experience. I did customer service for years. Yeah. Prior to that, but that was like a retail experience, and working that was kind of interesting for me. You kind of did that somewhat, I guess. At, uh, Rite Aid. Yeah, I worked at Rite Aid for five years. Yeah. Four years as assistant manager. That and long. that's yeah, that's too long. <laughs> that's too long to work in retail. My wife worked at Rite Aid once too. I did know that y- years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a horrible store to work for. Not 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 like the store. Not like the. Just like the. I mean, just like Rite Aid's a fine company. I'm sure. I just mean like that environment of like people coming in for like their drug medication and that kind of that environment is. Not ideal. Right. That's a hard environment to work in. That's yeah. a really hard environment. I could see in. that for sure. Yeah. But yeah, good experience. All right. Do we want to uh do we wanna delay the tease for Hogan's and save it for next week? Yeah, we'll save it for next time. We've gone longer. We talked about fashion for too long. Yeah. <laughs> we'll but it was Hogan's fun. Week. This it was a, fun. Yeah, we'll save Hogan's that way. It is fun to talk about to come back for. It is and it's it's fun to talk about what you wore. At 21 compared to, you know, yeah. in your 30s. Well, it, yeah, definitely. At one point, I also want to talk about um, uh, my uh, my Twitter account. I, I had reached out to you one time wanting you to write a foreword for the book I was going to write. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to, well, and it, it could still happen, but I don't think it will. Not in the, <laughs> not in the same way that I had intended. At one point, I was going to write an autobiography that centered around my Twitter, that kind of like circulated my Twitter feed. It didn't totally encompass it, but I was, I was doing an experiment with Twitter where I would post a tweet. At one point, I was going to do it daily, but I kind of, the well ran dry. Right, yeah. For material, but I think uh, we should go kind of time capsule that at some point and go back oh, yeah. and read some of those tweets. Some of those tweets were hilarious. Um, and, uh, and, 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 kind of the way that and and the book was kind of a, the replacement for the podcast so maybe this will be my way of kind of uh 
doing that. But I, I, what I wanted to do was write about those tweets and then t- and basically talk about like where at what like kind of emotional oh, state yeah. I was in at the or you know where what place I was in I when I tweeted idea. that. I love that. Not idea. necessarily like I was like I was this you know just because some of them have no meaning whatsoever. Oh, yeah. I mean I had a Macklemore face. Too. I went through a, a brief Macklemore phase. I was popping tags. I would never. Well, I think my the tweet said something about that too. I don't like Goodwill. I don't. I've never no, been a Goodwill it, guy, no. or or any kind of like second. Uh, I just I can't do it. Well, you know, and it's not because I, I don't feel like it's because I'm a snob, but I've just never really felt. What? Well, so I I grew. Forgot to take. I grew. <laughs> I grew up on Goodwill. And I've dated people that are like into thrift shopping, and they're like, "Yeah, we should go to Goodwill." And I'm like, "This isn't fun for me. Like, I had to shop here. You had to do it. I had to do it. Like requirement, not because it's fun. Like, this isn't fun to me. We had to have this stuff. Like, this isn't that fun. Yeah, and I was fortunate enough where I didn't have to. But I also, but I also was like, it. And I don't. I'm not trying to sound offensive, but it felt kind of it for. And I'm. I. I'm wrong for saying it, but it felt gross for me. Well, it, it can be very gross. It can very be very gross in that. Right. And I, uh, like, anyway, we'll move on to other, yeah. other endings. Hey, thanks and for listening to the show. <laughs> thank you for listening to the show. Follow uh, me on Twitter at Yonimus Prime. Follow him on Twitter at Basement Boys 2. Basement Boys 2. Yeah, and sorry if that offended anybody. Oh, it's fine. They still they agree even though they go in a good way. Right. We're just saying it. Uh, make sure, make sure if you get a chance, uh, make sure you get a chance to go to klcz.com and find sports program with yours truly. Because uh, I have a good time over there as well. Definitely check that out. Um, the Houston Astros won the World Series. Yeah, that's awesome. You can hear about that in the sports program next week. Awesome. Cool. Check out that show. Check out. Uh, keep on uh, listening to Stranger Show. Yeah. With uh, Derek and Wyatt. They're going to sit down and record a show tonight. Yep. And that's it. Bye. Bye. The intro music for this episode is Ready, Aim, Fire. And the outro music is Summon the Rock, spelled like Hawk, by Kevin McLeod, or Kevin McLeod of uh, Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License, uh, creativecommons.org. All right. Bye. The, the real tragedy from all that is that Dougie Doug isn't doing any work yeah, anymore. Well, that was. Good. Yeah, I'll just stay off Facebook because then that won't. It'll that'll pull me in. So once you get out, they try to pull you back in. <laughs> all right. Um, she got a great ass. <laughs> Different movie. Boy, <laughs> that's from Heat. <laughs> oh, what if Al Pacino, the Godfather? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love The Godfather. She got a great ass. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong movie. <laughs> She's 16. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. She got a great ass. Good movie.